No, because that would that does not sound far fetched at all that those motherfuckers would be there. Oh, Actually, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, there's, is there some life? Is there some life there? Let's see. Right, hold on. Well, hey, hey, hey! Welcome to the Trees Falling in the Woods podcast with myself, Rob Santos, and the driver of the studios right now, Jeff Deldona. We're a mobile studio. No, they're not open. They're not. Fuck! Yeah. And look at Nick Cannon in there mocking us. Laughing that fuck. Yo, people like yo. He actually thought that he can like make headphones, and people would want that shit. Well, I mean. He, is he known for audio in no, any way, shape, or form? I think he's known for being like garbage yeah, as far he's known as a common. Being a tool, right? Yeah. So you gotta go piss your stopping shop has you go to, you can go black nah, stopping shop. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'll just go to those little fast food places. No, right no, black stopping shop got bathrooms but in there. I do. It does, but then I have to walk all the way to the back of the store. Really? Are you that? Are you, listen. Oh, really? It's quicker. You learn about Jeff here, people. Learn about Jeff here. Jeff's all about efficiency. Yeah. Oh, I don't think he wants to go into Black Stop and Shop. I'll go in Black Stop and Shop. <laughs> I, I've gone in that Black Stop and Shop a number of times. Okay, so the reason why we call it Black Stop and Shop is because it's black. Yep. And uh, it's, it's just it's it's extremely just, black. It's just black face. The and entire it, and it can never go back. Yeah, the, exactly. The entire Stop and Shop is in black face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By that, yeah, not meaning white people dressed up like black people. Yeah. Actual people, their faces are all black. Yeah, no, it's just a predominantly black stop and shop, yeah. which makes me because sometimes it's funny because I've realized like how white my life is. Yeah, because <laughs> juxtaposition. Yeah, it's just it's, yeah. It's just, very... you, you go in there and it's just beyond like like I I realize like how white my life is. Like every day I see white people, no matter what, or everywhere I go, whether it's doing stand up and all this other stuff, it's just majority of people are white. But then sometimes when I go to a place like black stop and shop, mm-hmm. it's like holy shit. I forgot there's black people in the world that can dominate a certain area. And yeah. it's like, I feel like I'm almost at home, which is really weird because it's like, how is this even true? Like, there's just like all these black people working in one place. Mm. And it's and it's funny because, like, like I said, it's like, you're not, like, I'm not used to it. Mm. Like, I almost feel uncomfortable by it because I'm constantly, you know, around white people. And then when I go to a place that's predominantly black, I forget that places like this actually exist. And to some people, yeah. this is considered normal. And they're not even far away from where you normally Yeah, are. exactly. And it's just, to me, it's just so funny. But so you feel yeah. like you've maybe gone to... Uh, a pavilion in Epcot where yeah. they've taken all the people from one country yeah. and put them all in one place to work and right. represent their country. That's weird. what Black Stop and Shop is like. Right, exactly. Now, should I go pee and you just continue? No, on? actually, I'm going to get me a, like a, a pie. Okay, are we going to pause this? Yeah, we'll be right back, y'all. Burger King pause. Niggas. Okay, we're back. I'm talking shit. White people always come off, I mean, white people always come off as being in control not even in control, always can come off, like sometimes black people can come off as like, all right, we can say what we want to say, we can be, say this, say that, and not give a fuck. You know, like most of the time, they're, on, they're in give a fuck mode. I don't yeah. give a fuck mode because it's just how we are in general. Like we speak the real, we always say what's on our mind, that type of deal. Yeah, but we Wh- have to walk on eggshells. Whereas white folk have to walk on eggshell. The only time white people, in my, in my, in my instance, especially working with the people in retail, is that they never had they only come off that way if something wrong happens hmm. but they also have another set of confidence with them which is called white confidence that's different than black confidence because they come off expecting something to be done a certain way 
Mm-hmm. And like it's always supposed to happen. Whereas what I've noticed with black people, their confidence level when things needed to be done is if like say like for instance, all right. So the example I'll, I'll present, you know, working at the um, what you call it, working at the uh, the the stand, right? White people come into an, in a situation where it's like if something doesn't work, it need, they, they they expect it to work at all times, right? And it's like, wait, this is supposed to work, get it done, you know just do it like sometimes they don't even care they just like just do it like i don't care how you do it just do it whereas with black folk we have to so what i've noticed with black folk when they come in they argue about it like they need they need the argument you know i'm not saying that's like that i'm just i'm generalizing but i would say that the majority of the black people that have come into the store that have had something wrong with whatever contraption that they're using is that they have to constantly argue and fight about it and if you tell them like oh, okay i get it done it's like they still they they need that extra gear you know, they need that extra because they're constantly fighting for something. That's a different type of confidence. It's like they come off. It's like, okay, this doesn't work. Now I'm in control. I can get over on you. Get it done now. Or da 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 Whereas white folk, they come in and it's like, wait a minute. I'm expecting this to get done. Do whatever you got to do. And I don't want to take anything. I don't want to take this. It's just like two different ways of doing it. It's more subtle sometimes depending on the person but notice with black people when they come in it's a little bit more forceful and they come in with a bit more and they come with like i don't know, like they have to fight for it a little bit more than the other guy and, that, and the thing is it's like it just i find that dynamic interesting so for those who don't expecting things just automatically to not go uh, their way like it, in a sense yeah like i even have that same issue with myself in america like we always constantly think that the other shoe's supposed to drop like we don't yeah. know what it's like to always to, to be comfortable because we don't because we can't be comfortable mm-hmm. because if you're comfortable in this world it's like it's like that's the first shit that's gonna come and yeah. get you you know what I'm saying? And that's why I mean with white confidence, like there's a comfortability that's there that doesn't necessarily exist with us. So for those yeah. of you who are listening right now, Jeff's a little ups- not upset. I'm not upset. Jeff was Jeff called me out on something which I found interesting because <laughs> he we went into a Burger King on North End of Hartford, and I walked in with my beige confidence, and I noticed that there were a bunch of black people working at this particular location. Now. I also said to Jeff that, hey, see all these black people working here? I guarantee you there's a white manager. And guess who comes out? There's a white woman who looks like she's a manager. Now, I worked for Burger King back in my late teens, so I know what the getup is like. She had the, the shirt and with the tie or whatever it is. I was like, she's the white, she's the manager. Then I asked the black girl, I said, hey, black girl. No, I didn't say <laughs> no, no, I asked the girl. And then I got real uncomfortable yeah. and worried about my food. Yeah, he got uncomfortable because <laughs> I asked her, I was like, hey, is that the manager? She said, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. See, so... Yeah, but then you turned to me and we were like, see? And I said, see? <laughs> Told be- you. Exactly. Which I have done many times with other people, including my mom. Now, my mom is the type of person who can come off and be very direct, very open, and not care because we are in our conversation bubble. Mm. You know? Which our conversation... Like, you ever had, like you ever walk around somewhere and then you see people having this loud, obnoxious conversation like somebody on the phone or mm-hmm. somebody doing, you know? Like, it's got nothing to do with you. They're in their conversation bubble, and, but you can hear it, mm-hmm. you know, almost like, you know, bad, that bad music coming out of a stereo from a distance. Mm-hmm. It's like you can hear it, it bothers you, but you can't necessarily chime into the conversation. And that's kind of what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I was like the obnoxious white guy talking about my business on the phone talking about all this money I'm about to make and I'm you know about to fuck all these bitches in some beach somewhere and Jeff overheard my conversation bubble and was like man I hope these motherfuckers don't spit in my food <laughs> and I get it he wants to have a clean hot dog yeah I get it but 
Well, the point I was making was, it always seems evident to me. Now, anyone out there in listener land can figure this out. That if when you go to an establishment, and it's all Puerto Rican people, all Spanish, white, I mean, all Spanish, black, or whatever minority you want to think of, I guarantee you, there will always be a white manager. And there might be, an, there might be a Spanish assistant manager. I don't think there'll be a black assistant manager because those motherfuckers don't exist. But there will always be a white manager in charge. So, you're not wrong. That's usually the case. I'm never wrong, dog. Let me explain <laughs> my concern of the situation to the audience, okay? Obviously, the first concern was if you know if we were overheard, it might upset some people. Why? Now, now that's when. I, why? Now, why would it upset people? Because we're talking about people in front of them, and it's and it's and it's not exactly a complimentary way. But it was a generalization that had absolutely nothing to do with them. Except that that's the situation that they're in. How but no, I, I, but, but how does it have absolutely nothing to do with it? It doesn't have anything to do with them. I made a generalization before the white lady came out, and I said, hey, look, I was talking to Jeff about it, and I was like, man, I guarantee you, I'm in my, I was like, why should there be a white manager here? Mm-hmm. And then a white woman rolls out, mm-hmm. and then I asked the black girl, hey, black girl, <laughs> is that the manager? And she said yes. And I was like, okay, cool. And I turned to Jeff and I said, hey, did he put money on this? Yeah. And he said no. I was like, okay, see, told you. Yeah. And then I went and got my straw from my, from my milkshake. Okay. How does that make people uncomfortable? Because, uh, well, then you, you something else was said afterward. I for, yeah, we, you know, we were waiting for my food. And then you were talking. You basically explained the whole situation out loud to me. And, and I, loud enough to where someone might hear you. And if they if the if they heard you, then it might think you were talking about them in what and way? get uncomfortable because how, how, like because you described the literal situation <laughs> yeah. that occurred in that Burger King, and that's what comedy is. Fine, <laughs> yeah, fine, yeah. But, but all right, here's the thing. Here's the real meat and potatoes of it all. You were you were telling me before that. Working customer service is hell, and the customer a lot of times customers are rude and treat you like shit and if, everything. If 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 retail were a person, it'd be an overbearing husband who beats up on us. Okay, you know, but, but we that we can't leave from. Yeah, 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 and, yeah You yeah. know what I'm saying? It'd be like, damn, you I got yeah. It's like I can't. Yeah, it's like I can't. Bills, exactly, yeah. exactly. It's like you better get away from retail, but yeah. I can't because pe- retail pays half my rent. Yeah, yeah. Retail basically beats okay. us every day. So right. And and so with all that, uh, with all that understood, I tend to make it my mission uh, for for a number of reasons, but to be not that customer and to not make anyone uncomfortable or feel like you know they're a piece of shit or anything. I, I tend to overcompensate for other people's rudeness. Like I want it, I want it to be as pleasant as possible. And you know what? In this case. Uh, Maybe some white guilt factored into it, too. which is hilarious because Jeff thinks I'm an asshole customer. I don't who's being think you're rude. an asshole customer. He was saying, I'm, no, I'm, because it's it, a mis- it could have been misinterpreted. Your, your, your why would it be if somebody were to hear it? Like, if I were, and I'm being honest, if I were, and this is me too, because I'm being real anyway, working where I work, mm-hmm. I do get a little upset, okay, being there, and that's only because of the fact that. You get tired of building something up for somebody else mm-hmm. that's got nothing to do with you. Okay. You get tired of building shit up for the white man. Cause that's essentially what we're doing. Okay. We're just building up some shit from someone else's vision that's got nothing to do with us. From a dude that died about what, what four or five years ago, mm-hmm. you know. And, and and even him, they questioned his vision and shit like that. So even he got kicked out of his own shit. So it's like, 
what I do there is like I brought it up in conversation. Was I did I bring it up and I was a little candid about it? Yeah, I was candid because that's more or less how I talk in general. Mm-hmm. But was I a little manic? Probably. But what I did was I was having a conversation with him in our conversation bubble that mm-hmm. had absolutely nothing to do with them because one, I was generalizing. It just so happens that what they did was they had they basically proved my point in motion. Like, like it was like, like it was actually it was almost like watching it was almost like watching rock live because it was actually happening in my face. I like that old reference, but it was actually in my face happening. Like the social dynamics of what I was talking about came to life Rock right in TV front of show? us. Yeah, that, remember that shitty ass TV Charles show? S. Dutton. Yeah. yeah. Charles S. Fucking. Oh, shit. What's going on? I thought that was my phone. I hear something buzzing. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Hello? <laughs> hey, Hello? Motherfucker. Hold on, guys. I got to call the miss. Yeah, I do need my balls up. We're back again, guys. Yeah. So, no. Hey, Rob, hold on. Rob didn't record the part where he said I had a point, but uh, I just No, I say no. He has a point in his world, and I have a point in my <laughs> world. Look, <laughs> the other thing, too, is, listen, you're a funny guy. You, you're you very observant. Obviously, you're a stand-up comedian, and it, and it is, it's one thing to... To make these observations and point the, point them out on stage, and it's another thing to do it with an earshot of people. When when and like this isn't curb your enthusiasm. Like, it's not a scripted thing where you can you know be kind of complaining and it's and people watch it. And it's funny. You if know? I were a doctor, mm-hmm. and and you came to me with the ailments that you have right now, which is you like what you just said. I'm a comic, right? You shouldn't do that stuff in the earshot of people. You should you should stay in your lane. You should I respect recommend your people. against it. You recommend it. against it. Stay in your lane. Do all these things right. So if I were a doctor, what I will prescribe to you is Here it comes. hang out with more black people. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 like I would give you that prescription and I hope from the insurance could cover it <laughs> because I would want you to hang around with more black guys and black people because honestly, this is how most of them act. Where we, because the thing is, when we speak our mind, we say how we feel is because we don't hold back. Because, you know, there's, I go to different places, I sort of stay in my lane. But when I see something, I'm gonna say something just like on the subway. Because when I see, like, I was even trying to be funny, I was just noticing that it happened in front of my eyes, thought it was hilarious, (laughs) had nothing to do with me being a comic at all, it had everything to do with me saying, like, hey, see all these black people working here? I bet you, Jeff. There's a white yeah. person who runs this shit. But, and then the white person immediately comes out. Like, she yeah. heard me. Like, she's like, yeah, I yeah, run shit like, here. Like, yeah. she heard you. Yeah, like, yeah. hey, like, hey, what's going on? I'm here. But she wasn't, but the thing is, Can she was. somebody say white? Exactly. Does somebody say position of power? And I mean, that's what happened. That's exactly what happened when she came out. It was yeah. like, it was like, yeah, so I, I run this establishment. They are my minions. They can all kiss my ass. Like, that's basically what it felt like. And I thought it was hilarious. Because in the sense... Like I said, I speak the truth. Hmm. I thought it was funny, man. It is funny. You know, I'm glad my hot dog turned out to be not spit it on. So yeah, look, they ain't gonna spit on that shit. Nobody gonna look at. Nobody gonna touch your hot dog like that. Look, the Chinese people on the other hand would do that oh, shit. Jesus. <laughs> man, fucking Chinese person. Listen, God bless them all. But I don't know. I just don't like. I don't like delivery drivers anymore in general. I got nothing to do with Chinese people. I just I don't like delivery drivers anymore because now, like. I, and when I ask yourself, people out there in listener land, when was the last time you ordered something? I would say I was, even outside of New York City, outside of New York, 
where you've ordered something and what they did was they come and deliver your food but instead of bringing it to the door like they used to in the good old days mm -hmm. they sit in their car and wait for you i you know what I, it just occurred to me i think i know exactly why that is it's because things are easier now and we have devices that make things easier and so you're we're be obviously we're becoming lazier and lazier like mm -hmm. you don't even ha you don't have to learn anything anymore you just pick up your phone type type in into Google and you find stuff out right yeah so <clears throat> back in the day before cell phones were as prevalent as they are now like when people really didn't have them um, a delivery driver all the information he had was here's the address and here's when it needs to be there by and then they couldn't like sit in their car and call you from their car they had to go up to your door and deliver whatever. No, you yeah, that's bullshit. Because now, they don't I'm, want that. I'm not excusing it. I'm saying yeah. now, I think they're starting. Like they're like, wait a minute. All I have to do is take this rectangle in my hand and hit this button, and 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 I can just make this job way easier. No, get it's, the it's, fuck it's, up. It's breeding laziness. Yeah, it's, I mean, definitely. Look, it's a delivery service. No. If you want a fucking tip, you bring it to the door. But, like I don't go to a restaurant. And then the waitress comes out at the edge of the kitchen and says, "Here's your food. Come get it." You know? Nah, and they just fucking fling it at you. No, I don't even. <laughs> like, I don't even tip anymore. I stopped tipping because of that. Like one guy actually came into the door once. And I was like, "Yo, what the fuck are you doing at my door?" <laughs> like, no, it's like I didn't know which one was which, man. And like, like he was almost apologizing mm -hmm. for getting out of his car mm -hmm. and coming to the door mm -hmm. and giving me my food. Mm -hmm. Like he was apologizing for that. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah, that's what y'all used to do. Yeah. That's what your father's father did. You know, because it, it drove me nuts, man. Like delivery service, it's like. It's, I don't know. It's almost they might as well just say, "Come to the store and get it." Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like I gotta, I gotta get up. I gotta put on pants. I gotta put on shoes. And I gotta walk to the front of my long ass driveway to go get it. It's like this is stupid. Like yeah, I gotta drive yeah. my car just to get to you. Eventually, they're gonna have you come in and operate the ovens and stuff, and just cook it yourself. They already do that at the grocery store. Hmm. You bought this shit, now you fucking bring it up, you fucks. That's what it's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I yeah. like that though. I'd rather not have to. Interact with no, a person. I, fuck I, that. I don't. I really like the self checkout. Fuck thing. that. I need people. I like, love people. I love oh. people too. But like, I love going to the checkout spot. The ch I love going to checkout place to talk to people because for me, it just always made just always made me more comfortable. So you can tell them. You ever notice about cash cashiers, all this shit? Yep. I say exactly <laughs> that too. Ask Erica. I don't. I'm just that type of guy. When I see like like there's a um like I go to this one place like there's a there's this Chinese restaurant. It's called Black Bamboo mm -hmm. in West Hartford. Yeah. And uh I know a guy who owns who knows a guy who owns that place. They have white women as cashiers that work there. It's like, yo, this is weird. You know that, right, miss? <laughs> <laughs> like and I told her that too. And I, and I was like, look, I'm not trying to be rude or disrespectful. Were you adopted? Yeah, I was like, how are you white and you working for them? <laughs> like, you know, like like shouldn't it be the other way around? Yeah. Shouldn't you be sitting high somewhere, throwing shit at them, just like backing them to bring you something to drink? You know, like, I, I just thought it was interesting. She's like, I've been working here for a few years. I'm like, what? A few <laughs> years? It's like, how does that even happen? It's like, there's these two pretty white girls mm -hmm. in a Chinese restaurant. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, there's no angry Chinese people yelling in the back or just no. basically talking, like you mentioned before. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's so interesting to see that. It's like, you, yeah. don't, you know, this is weird, right? 
And I was and I was like, I'm gonna tell you why it's weird. And I told her why I was weird. <laughs> and it's like, look, I don't mean to go on and on about this. I just find it interesting. I think it's funny. And I don't mean to be rude. You guys make good food, but I just think this whole dynamic is is, is different. Because I guarantee she's like, I asked her, how do people act when they see you here? She's like, you know what? They do act a little different. I have noticed that. I was like, oh, see? Because if I go, you know, like like if I go into a Jamaican store. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. right? And I see some British guy there. <laughs> like, motherfucker, how did you get here? You know what I mean? Well, we used to own them, so. Right, and I mean, yeah. I'm like, I don't want fish and chips. I want a, you know, a Jamaican yeah. beef patty. But it's just something that, you know, it's like the same thing here we were talking about with the Burger King. It's like you expect certain things to be a certain way, and when they're different, yeah. it's like, wait a minute, how does this even work? And Burger King wants you to have it your way too, so that that's uh, helpful in that. Yeah, but the thing about this whole thing that's so stupid about all this is, I don't even fucking like Burger King, yeah, and I. I feel like I had to, to like, I, I don't want to say defend the the, the, the employee's honor. You, no, you did like because that. that's what that's what, I'm telling. That's that white conference I be telling you about. Well, you know, it's like you got like I always I always tell Erica sometimes when she gets in that mood where she um wants to like protect the black girl yeah like she'll get she'll get like offended for black women mm-hmm. and then she wants to protect the black girl yeah. all the time and it's like hey, you can't always protect the black girl because the black girl don't give a fuck about you most of the time anyways <laughs> and i i hold myself as as the white ambassador for peace and i like, like that you know like, that. like because I, even though i didn't do anything myself i feel like there's a stigma attached to being white mm-hmm. and i i have to do everything in my power to get that stigma removed yeah you don't have to if you don't want to i, no, I want to though now you know what's funny because you something you mentioned right i can't i'm gonna see if i can find her okay oh no i got it what are we looking for layla star i was i was talking to erica about protect the black girl mm-hmm. so layla star is a porn star wait wait a minute isn't that the the wrestling no no it's, i don't know layla star used to be a skinny white girl uh-huh and then she became a so like let me see if I can show you so Layla oh, Star, Star. Lila Star yeah Lila Star let me see uh putting Lila Star butt implants because Lila Star used to be a uh damn if I can find it no they're just showing me that there we go so you, as you can tell that's not her ass anymore mm-hmm. and then see how she got work done on her face and mm-hmm. stuff like that so I went on a um, website which I can't find it where they were talking about Lila Star so that's Lila Star back then mm-hmm. see how she looks now mm-hmm. and this is Lila Star now she tries to come across like Kim Kardashian now she got all these tattoos and shit around her she never used to look like that yeah. so now the reason why I bring up Lila Star is because you know the whole topic of protect the white girl protect the black girl i mean and then protect the honor of these fucking people in here <laughs> and um like it's funny how people can do that when they want to in certain situations now leo star for those of you she's a porn star so she used to be a skinny skinny very attractive white girl who probably didn't get a lot of play as a skinny attractive white girl you know playing her role as a skinny attractive white girl doing porn mm-hmm. but what she recently had done was get butt implants and get some work worked on her face to the point where she actually closely resembles Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. But what I found interesting was <clears throat> is that men have gone on certain websites talking about her, mm-hmm. saying how awful she looks and how terrible she is and why the fuck would she do that to her body and she's trash and some like it and some don't. And I thought about it and I was like, damn, yo, male confidence. 
Like, isn't that some shit? Like, for guys to tell yeah. what another woman should do with her body? Now, look, <laughs> she did this probably, one, business decision. Mm -hmm. Two, maybe because she... Business decision. Now, I don't yeah, know what yeah, I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Because now, since she's done that, she's actually gotten more play like that. Mm -hmm. And I, she come to my, she's been in my universe now. My, my she's been in my, she's basically she's in your rotation. Yeah, pretty much. She's yeah. totally in my porn lexicon right yeah. now. Like bitches, I want to go ahead and beat off to right. Yeah. But it's like now I've noticed a difference between her. Like now it's like oh, I mean she was all you know she still she still got to work on her skills. But yeah. I I see it as a as a, I understand the reason why she didn't. The reason why I bring it up is because I find it so. So fucked up, man. I don't want to say offensive because it's like it is what it is, guys. People do what they do. Mm -hmm. But I find it fucked up how people can openly shit on somebody. Well, that's like the that. that's the internet, buddy. I mean, yeah. that's that's the the anonymity of the internet allows people to have the the what they think of as courage yeah. to criticize anyone, anything that they want, and they don't have to. There's no consequences, and no real consequences. So, and and the reason why I bring her up in direct connection with. Now, don't I have the courage mm -hmm. of openly shitting on this Burger King <laughs> while I'm standing there in front of them? Yes, you're you're a hero. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just trying to. That's all I'm trying to do. No, but you just compared yourself to the fucking internet commentators that shit all over. You know, a perfectly good, I'm sure, norm, decent human being who happens to be a porn star. Yeah. And happen to get butt implants or whatever and do some work on her face. And I whatever. knew there were butt implants. Like that's not an ass. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know yeah. what that thing is around her, but that's ain't an furniture. Ass. That's a that's a couch. You got. Yeah. And it's like I'm thinking about myself. Like how does like how do you bounce off of that? Like if you're hitting it from the back, like how does that feel on your pelvis? Oh man, I don't know. You know, like it's a pretty, it's pretty solid like implants, right? It's not natural, like you know. I don't know if you know how a butt feels, Rob, but <laughs> <Kinda>. uh, <laughs> but you know they're like they're somewhat pliable because it's it's human tissue. And no, but what, did they take them from somewhere else? I don't know. See. No, I think they they literally put in like a big weird ass silicone. Like um, I can't even think. Like like you know those candies that you get on Halloween that come in the little box. They're oh, called yeah. dots. It's just that shit. Gel silicone implants in the past, buttock implants were made of gel silicone, akin to those breast implants, which have generated too much so much controversy. Hmm. The ever present risk of rupture left many surgeons with a taste of placing gel implants. So ew. that's the last place I want to think of rupture is anywhere near an ass. An ass yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god, my girl's <laughs> butt ruptured. <laughs> what can I do? Oh, butt implants and augmentation. I can. I mean. I mean, it is what it is, but butt implants can enhance natural body cur cur curvatures. Just do squats. Do That's squats and, 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 you know, maybe eat a little more. I, I don't know. Like, I'm happy I have a black chick, man. I'm happy you have a black chick, too, right? Um, see, we both look at it. You guys make, make a good black couple. Trying, man. Yeah. I just find it interesting, man, how, like, like that's a man-ass. That is looks it? like a man-ass, but it... I don't... Mm, no, but, like, you can tell, like, with mm -hmm. the pelvis and everything that yeah. it's not... Well, manish, but no, I hear you. But no, it's just weird, man. Like how um, how people would want to do that. You know, I guess, you know, you are who you are. You want what you want. I mean, it's whatever. But mm -hmm. I just find it interesting. Like length of surgeries, two to three hours for surgery, one to two hours in recovery room. Surgical risks are infection, bleeding, nerve and/or muscle damage, mm -hmm. slippage, and what's it? Asymmetry. Slippage is the scariest fucking thing. Like, do you ever see slip? those videos where like you like the girl like ha like it slips and turns the wrong way and she has to like flip it back into place? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's wow. like there's an alien in there. 
I think I've seen those. Those shits yeah. are fucking hilarious. A cup-shaped alien. Ooh, like, okay, so now the thing is, is like, first to two, three days in bed with supervision, <clears throat> five to seven, five to seven days up and around, you're moving, four to six weeks, full physical activities, up to six months for complete recovery. Ooh, individual, mm-hmm. individual results vary. Will vary, and the implants cost anywhere from sixty-five hundred to ten grand. It's like, how much are ten grand blood implants? They're ten grand. Like, what, what, like what kind of ass? Like, is an ass on top of an ass? Uh, I yeah. Or they made a made of solid silicone, unlike breast implants, which are soft. Hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Because you're sitting on them, so you they can't be as, you know, mushy. Hmm. Damn. But I just find it shitty, man. Like people gotta do that, yo. Like people are just so uncomfortable with themselves, man. Like I, I've been working out, so I still got look, my stomach has been getting a little bit bigger. But I work out like I try to do 100 push-ups a day, which I get close to. Mm-hmm. If I don't get to 100, I get to like 90 or 80 something. And um, because sometimes I forget or I get busy. Yeah. And um, so I've noticed that my <clears throat> upper body, my arms have gotten a little stronger. Not as solid as I would like to, to be, but get yeah. a little stronger. And for me, it's like, you know, that's what I figured I'd do. I just changed my body up that way. But I, I would never want to augment myself. And I always find it interesting in how men can do that. Like, I like Pinky. She's an awesome porn star. She's, like, probably one of the first porn stars to kind of, like, one of, like, aside from Jenna Jameson and some others. It's, like, especially, like, in the urban sense and the black, mm-hmm. you know, the black porn stars, if you will. Mm-hmm. She's one of the few to kind of cross over and become a mainstay mm-hmm. outside of porn even. So, like, people, like, talk shit about her because she got a little bigger. Well, she got a lot bigger, mm-hmm. but the, her, her ass is still Show fat. Show me Pinky, because I don't. Okay. I don't recognize the name, but gotta see what I mean. I, I, I probably seen her before. She's a beast. Oh no, his website. It's in because the are you on the Burger King Wi-Fi? Yeah, because I'm on my computer. Yeah, I should shit on their employees and then yeah, <laughs> and, and use their Wi-Fi. Yeah. Look at that. No, I would still whoever that is. I still want. So this looks like Pinky. This is Pinky back in the day. Okay. See, start okay. a little, a little she's a very attractive young lady. Very attractive, and this is her, a little bigger. So this is her. If you look <coughs> her on the right, that's mm-hmm. her. See how small she is. Yeah. It's her on the right. So let's see if I can find one. See, her back in the day as well. She mm-hmm. used to be small. So if I can find her, and then that's her now. Present day. Oh, mm. Okay, she's got some, a little belly, but not that bad. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. I mean, that's for more. Like, see how she. She's small. Oh, she's real skinny. Yeah, she was real skinny back then, just like most people Mm -hmm. when they're younger. And then they get older. And and then their metabolism stops. And then that's. Then that's the. Ron Jeremy. Just giving it to her. Fucking her either in the ass or just doggy style. No, just doggy style. He's a beast. God bless his heart. So, yeah, she. But the thing is, yeah, she got a little bigger. See? As you can tell here, Mm -hmm. she got a little bigger. But that's, I just find it interesting, and guys are going to see us watching this shit. See, that's her there. That's amazing. How is that not amazing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's just how I roll. I like shit like that. But I don't know. I guess the point I'm trying to bring up is is I'm not an asshole. I, I know. I don't hope you don't think I, I was trying to say that or that I think you are. No, you th- I think you think I think I think. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think that you think that I think that you think that you think I think that I think that you think you're an asshole no I just think I said something that made you a little uncomfortable and you wanted to make sure food, your food is straight yeah mostly yeah but also again also I, I don't go back and do it again baby I don't, <laughs> I don't want anyone to be uncomfortable no it's just people don't give like yo, people like in general like we're talking about customers man like honestly for anybody out there who works like I would love to get stories from people man like I would love people to hit me up on Twitter which is at Mr. Santos that's 
at M-I-S-T-E-R-S-A-N-T-O-S, all one name. And um, or even on Facebook, you know, Rob Santos, he looked me up that way. I would love to. I mean, I wish people would actually come up to tell us. Like, I would I wouldn't want to love to hear people's horror stories about being in retail and working in retail, or just work, not even just working with the people in general, mm. and how how awful it is to work with people and work with the general public. Like, nobody wants to work with normal people, you know? Yeah. And it's crazy. Oh, sometimes where we would want to work with guys who are like, you know, stars and celebrities and some shit. And then kind of give them a little leeway because they're talented at, at something that they do. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, fuck it. You know, every, people are just fucking assholes in general. But I just find it amusing sometimes, especially working in the public like I have, where I do still rather, and say to myself, like, man, yo, fuck these people, man. Because, I, you know, as a customer, man, like, yo, customer, yo, people, yo, people are awful people, man. Like, awful fucking people. And, 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 and I hate to say it that way because, you know, I want to believe in the human spirit. But sometimes, man, on a day-to-day basis, you, you question it. You fucking question it. Because, like, you want to go do your job, do the best you can do, support yourself, support your family, support the people that you work with, and try to build something for the management team that you work for or work with, rather. That's where you're supposed to be. But it's just so much that it's like this confounding thing where it's like you got so much negativity that's balled up. Mm-hmm. That becomes this big, like big, large fucking snowball mm-hmm. that has like, like a rock in it, <laughs> and yeah. it like hits you in the face every day, and you can only take so much before you mentally snap. Like I yeah. honestly don't believe that people should work with other people <laughs> like that. See, here's what it is: you're Tony Stark. I'm Steve Rogers. <laughs> you, believe, yeah. well, you believe in shit? Because <laughs> you're you're more cynical, and I. No, I'm more steadfast Indian. You know what? My cynicism comes out in moments where sometimes I can't take it so much. Like I still, I still believe in people. Like I still. Mm-hmm. That's why I like to perform. That's why I like to do right. the podcast. That's why I like to try to create as much as I can. That's why I'm trying to create the the web series that mm-hmm. I'm currently working on. It's because I want to show people like my life or stories from my life. And like like that woman there, look, she's still working. Like she looks like she's carrying herself. Like she, her, you see her posture, her body language, the way she walked from one end to the next. She seems very confident and upright and, and doing what she's doing. So that looks to me as a woman who's been working there for two weeks. like 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 in all seriousness you know she either no exactly maybe like two weeks to like three months you know what i'm saying and i say after three months four months you start to understand what the job is like and you Mm kind of like it still but it's like hmm hmm yeah you know and then eventually you know the people who've been there for a long period of time who like it who 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 do their job and pretend to be nice but then secrets like yo fuck this place I fucking hate the managers. I fucking hate your mother. Like, all this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, they hate everything. It's like, I can't wait to get the fuck out of here so I can go home and complain about the place. So when I can come back here, I can complain about it while I'm here. And then when I'm on break, I can complain about it when I'm on break. And then, you know, when I'm out and about having a drink. And I say, oh, I see a work friend. Hey, doesn't that place fucking suck? And then we can just keep talking about it and continue to complain about it every single day. It brings us together. Complaining does bring people together, <laughs> but get what I'm saying though. Yeah, like yeah, from yeah. people, it's like, yeah, you you do have this sensibility where you believe in shit. But if you go ahead and work at one of these places, man, and you're there for I a long have. period of time, try it again. <laughs> I, I'm, I know. I have, people, but that's I, the thing. I can't get broke, son. No, I mean, have okay. people have people gotten like? I honestly believe have people gotten worse. I I, I don't know. I mean, there are certain things about people that I think aren't as 
good as they used to be. But then that's the old trope of like, well, this generation after me, they suck, and our generation was the best. I don't want it to. The, <clears throat> I, I I try to avoid that mm-hmm. that trap, you know, as much as I can. Right. But yeah, there are things about like you know. Again, going back to technology, like everything is so easy to acquire these days. Like you don't have to really try for most of what you what you do in life. Mm-hmm. And so people just have expectations of like I need it now. What's going on? I want it now. Yeah. Do it for me now, you know. Yeah, and that's the problem too that's existed with a lot of people over the years where people feel as if like if they don't get that's why I mentioned the, the <clears throat> when I try to make the connection of like how black people are when they come to the store mm. or come to certain places versus how white people are when they come. It's like the expectation levels are so different than one another and yet and and then even and then even with the execution of it can be different from one another either it's like i always say this white confidence white confidence you know it's, it's to me it exists you know to me there's certain levels of confidence that exist amongst other people and a lot of it has to do with probably like you know way people are brought up and also not having to worry about shit either mm-hmm. you know i forgot who the hell i was talking to about this i got a friend of mine who i love dearly and like she'll never understand what it's like because she's not black but she'll never understand what it's like to be a black person and sort of like want to be able to like have certain things given to us in a way you know not given but like because it seems like you know black people have to work hard for everything they have that's sort of the stigma that that we've always had to learn from is that we always had to outwork whomever we had to outwork this person out do this person out the out person out out whatever the next person is doing that's always been a consistent thing mm-hmm. like I always sometimes i'll mention like maybe even for me like you know, when I'm doing a, like a comedy, like I always have to, I always feel like out funny the funniest person. Or I like, whereas some a white guy can, you know, be generic and be simple or whatever it is, you know, they can be, they can be them. But for me, I have to sort of resemble Chris Rock or Dave Chappelle. I have to be so unique and different that, you know, it's going to like set the world on fire. Whereas and my counterparts, my white counterparts can go ahead and be a little generic and it's fine. You know, they just have to not wear a hoodie and have a beard. You know what I'm saying? It's just like it, it, it drives me nuts sometimes how that dynamic can work. Mm-hmm. So or when I talk about race or something like that, people or when I talk about my identity, people chalk it up to race. It's like, no, it's my identity. So, you know, talking to my friend about, you know, what it's like to be black. And, you know, she mentioned something like, you know, sometimes we expect things to be given to us. Like we expect shit. It's like, wait a minute. It's like, you know, I don't think you understand what you're saying. It's like one, don't say that around other black people. Don't ever say that, you know, because it's not a level of expectation. It's like guys are frustrated. You know, black people are frustrated in general. It's like they're tired of feeling a certain way. They're tired of being slighted. Mm -hmm. And I don't honestly, I don't even think that's a black thing anymore. I don't think sometimes I don't. And that's what diversity starting to play a big effect, too, where it's like now you're seeing more and more different races trying to come together, which mm-hmm. is, you know, some of it, I think some of it is manufactured diversity mm-hmm. and some of it's actually like real legit diversity. And mm-hmm. I think what people are starting to share in general is people are just tired of being shitted on. You know, people are tired of being run of the mill. People are tired of just not, not getting everything, what they're getting things that they need or what they want. Mm-hmm. You know, like I remember Chris Rock said a, a quote was like, you know, if poor people got to see how I live, they would fucking revolt. <laughs> you know, like the way he lives on a daily basis and how people treat him. Yeah. You know, they will revolt. Like people just want basic rights. People just want basic freedoms. We just want to, you know, like I, I, I want to be able to go into a fucking, I want to be able to go into a Burger King and not think that the person who's in control of the place is a white person. Mm-hmm. I want I want to be able to not have that thought, but that will never happen. Okay, but let's say like, okay, here, here's a similar argument. Like some people complain 
<clears throat> should say have complained recently that like the the last Star Wars movie and the new one that's coming out, the Rogue One movie, it's like, oh, another female protagonist? Oh, you know, like what? Soon it's going to be nothing but female protagonists, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous because, again, it's, nev- it's never going to be that way. It's, it's good that there's been some progress in that on that front with the whole, like, it doesn't have to be a white male, you know, ages 18 to 48 or whatever, as the lead of every movie. Why can't it be a black dude? But yeah, could, it could, but, but, but at the same time, people are afraid that it's never going to be a white male ever again. That's just <laughs> not true. Yeah. <clears throat> but... Like, I, I probably just won't go watch it, I mean, but, if that were the case. Well, listen, listen. But I can yeah. understand to a certain degree, it's like... There is a sense of now, like, okay, well, if if it's a problem for the world that, like, a white person is, like, in charge of a Burger King or whatever, are we just never going to let that happen ever again? No, I wouldn't you know? want that. No, I, you know, I understand you what gotta you're find, saying. you got to find the fine line. Well, I didn't think the white girl in the Star Wars movie was that interesting in general. Like, I thought she was kind of bland, to be honest with you. She was like a run-of-the-mill character. That's just me personally. I found Finn's character to be way more compelling. Yeah, he was than, Yeah, he was I way mean, more. She, I liked her, too, but I, Finn was definitely my favorite character. Yeah, so, yeah, watching her was just like, I honestly could have dealt away with her and been fine with it. You know, like, like totally, like I, I, but I see what they're doing. You know, I, I like how you know Abrams said, hey, let's try something different this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see how this will work." And honestly, I, I, it worked obviously because it made a lot of money, and I think yeah. a lot of it had to do is because people are just clamoring for Star Wars, and right. now people want to see how the story continues. Right. But when in the grand scheme of thing, when I was watching it, it's like, nah, it just didn't do it for me. But I just because I just found her character just, oh, I'm just waiting for these people to come back that are never going to come back. Yeah. Whereas with Finn, it was just like, wow, okay. This dude's he bounced from being a stormtrooper. He has an actual arc. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And not on, not to mention too, like you can easy you can even do that with another character, another race char- mm-hmm. a character, and it'd be fine. Like I just found him compelling, and not to mention he's very charismatic and interesting. Whereas she was just sort of bland and boring, and, and for my taste, I really didn't. I, I when I was watching her, she didn't do it for me. But when he came on the screen, I was like, oh, I want to see what silly or funny thing he's gonna like. Like when he got yeah. mad at the um, I forgot what's the woman's name, the um. The, the leader he's like it's my turn now like I'm in control yeah, now yeah, yeah. like that's funny because yeah. that's what every man every person doesn't matter if you're a black dude or white girl or whatever it's like every person wants to go up to their boss and just say I'm in control now <laughs> da, 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 da. and then when this cat said yo relax yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, like yeah. I thought that was funny yeah you know well you didn't like Ray because she didn't have an ass so not even nah I'm man like, I know because she had no butt you know it was almost she, she got <laughs> yeah. the butt implants but it's just yeah. almost like I just didn't. Mm, yeah, I, no, just, I, I you understand know? where you're coming from. Yeah, I so, think I think there's a very specific reason that they that she they chose to have a female be the lead and not just f- for progressive reasons. I think they I think they kind of like they kind of like in a sense she kind of overshadowed him obviously because yeah. he ended up passing out towards the end of the movie so she well, ended up looking like he a did strung- get his back ripped okay. yeah but I mean he just oh man up nigga yeah, man up on. you know what I'm saying like man the fuck up do your job yeah cause even even Kylo has looked like a little bitch towards the end you know what I mean yeah he got he also got shot with a bowcaster though before yeah. all that yeah but, that is true know. so he wasn't at his yeah, full he strength yeah 100% I, here's why I think but that, he's fucking hilarious here's, here's why I think uh, Ray they went with a female I think 
that, and you heard it here first, folks. I mean, I, I actually, I, I thought of it a while ago, and then I, I hadn't heard it from anyone else, this theory, until I, I, one day I was like, let me Google this and make sure, I'm, you know, like if, if there's anyone else out there who thinks that. And it turns out there, there are people that think this, but I didn't get it from anywhere. I just developed this on my own. just happened to coincide with what a lot of people on the Internet are talking about. But I think <clears throat> that Ray is Anakin. I think Ray is the reincarnation of Anakin. That's why she's so special and like knows things about the Force that, you know, she probably wouldn't normally know or shouldn't know because, you know, you know, she has no memory of being trained or anything like that. She just has these weird like sort of in- instinctual visions or whatever about about her past. Um and I think uh, Jediism is largely based in in uh, Eastern philosophy and Buddhism, mm-hmm. and you know reincarnation is a thing that exists in Buddhism. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that uh, Anakin never or didn't act, didn't actually bring actual balance to the Force yet. I think it's still out of balance, and for him to actually do that, he must also be balanced. So for for my niggas out there who's listening, Anakin is Dark Vader. N- yes. All right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. 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 You're okay. um, and I think that you know, like there are many different uh, nationalities and and uh, ethnicities and cultures where there's only two genders, so you can have balance there. And in order for this spirit of Anakin to end up fulfilling the prophecy i think he had to come back with a clean slate and uh, being a female helps in that situation i mean i can that makes sense it's almost like you know the balance between a mother and a father you know you got your father who's mm-hmm. the breadwinner or who's supposed to be the breadwinner the, the the man the guy who goes out there hunts well, traditionally, yeah, yeah traditionally the hunter gatherer all that stuff whereas the woman is the nurturer yeah. you know the lover but you know she even then my mom was a nurturer and a lover to the point but she still was a fucking man eater and said right. yo fuck all you niggas she I'm brings balance to the force she brings balance to rob so yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. you know and and that's the thing where it's like I can see where you're going with that. And that to me, like, that, ah, you know, at this point, I'm like, ah, you see wherever where it goes. Yeah, you, know? you don't really care <laughs> to no, theorize. You're I, just like, whatever, man, I'll, I'll watch it. I yeah, guess. I'll watch because I'm not, I don't get into it. I still, I, like I've been saying, think about this shit. Well, I was saying the last time, you know, like, it's funny how, like, people get upset over shit when things don't go their way or they don't go the way they want them mm-hmm. but they forget to realize that yo you're watching something mm-hmm. that took so much money to make and not to mention it's like you actually get to live out and see for yourself things that you know you've only read about or mm-hmm. seen in cartoons and shit like you know civil war i thought was pretty solid you know even though i felt there was a lot of yakking going on but even <laughs> then it's i still like i personally believe that they did spider-man perfect yeah, I, I saw it again the other day, uh, and I, you know, I liked it more. Cause he's fucking perfect. Like Spider Man is perfect. Like I've we I've seen Spider Man like just like you since I was a boy, and obviously mm-hmm. Spider Man is the first for me one of the first characters I enjoy and love. Mm-hmm. Like my daughter, she considers herself to be Spider Man. She's not Spider Girl or or Spider Woman. No, she's Spider Man. When she sees Spider Man, she's like, Daddy, look, that's me. Yeah. So she identifies herself with being <laughs> Spider Man, which is cool. He's the best. You know, and that's and and watching this young kid, what's it, Tom Holland? Yeah. Was he like thirty two? Yeah, he's a he's a very young looking um, elderly gentleman. Yeah, you know. <laughs> no, he's he's like he's I think he's nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. So which is cool because like for me, you know, I'm I'm happy that they went in a different direction with this kid with, with Spider Man because of the fact 
that damn man it's taking so long to load and pinky's ass is right there <laughs> oh so yes yeah, this kid's born in 96 so he he doesn't even know when tupac was alive yeah and then there's motherfuckers from united kingdom so they don't that's one thing i love is that they don't pick white guys to do movies anymore they pick older white guys <laughs> yeah. meaning the older the white people. yeah the og yeah. white people from <laughs> yeah. back in the day so <laughs> when i see like spider like tom holland do his thing like as a new spider-man and doing a great american accent i'm like yo motherfuckers doing a really good job i think i, li I like his I, li I like his shit because i think what he's doing man is just he, he brings a sensibility to the character that's never been there before you know there's always a certain level of maturity that came with spider-man obviously yeah. in a certain extent to like with the older movies but when you watch the newer cartoons even the newer cartoons with like the spider-man web warriors he's more and green. Yeah. yeah exactly like he was like in the beginning like the first season yeah. like he was like that and even now he's still sort of like that like he wants to like one episode i remember like they were supposed to be sleeping or something like that he's like yo fuck that let's go get some tacos mm -hmm. and they were like they did a taco run and all of a sudden crazy shit started happening as they were going out to get tacos mm -hmm. but I kind of like that whole boyish thing because what it does, like we we're talking about balance, it creates balance to the character. You know, like most of the time, like people were upset, right? Where you're saying people were upset that like Tony Stark is his benefactor. And nobody likes that. I don't. I don't know. Like, no, there, there, there's, just a, there's a lot of people that are well, don't upset are with that. There are people like mm -hmm. my, myself, for example. Um, you know, I, I read the original stories, the um, the Mark Miller uh, series, uh, and it's you know it's it's a, it's a fairly different version like the movie is not that much like the comics mm -hmm. and <clears throat> in the comics uh spider-man starts out you know on tony stark's side because tony stark is sort of a mentor to him he, he even gives him a, a a new suit but it doesn't look like the suit that he gives him in the movie or anything it's a weird i hate it's the iron spider suit i hate it yeah but um and and in the comics tony is you know sort of more or less you know, he's still a good guy, but he's the villain of the story. And Captain America is the one who who's who's right for the most part. And there are people, you know, I'm sure there just like now, there are people back then who are like, I'm Team Iron Man, I'm Team Cap, you know. Mm -hmm. Um <clears throat> eventually Spider Man realizes the error of his decision and he leaves Stark's side and joins Cap's side. And in the movie that doesn't happen. He just stays on. I mean, he's not in the movie a whole lot. He's the parts that he's in are great, but he's in it for maybe what fifteen minutes total. About fifteen twenty minutes. Yeah. yeah. You know, because like people were upset because they felt like, oh well, how is this dude being? How is he sort of being Tony Stark's bitch, where he's like more or less a standalone character on his own, who's more like a strong, independent character? Yeah. You know, I remember reading some, even like reading people were talking about it in some of these message boards and things like that. Um, I just think what they're doing is like people forget to realize that this is not the comic book. Yeah. You know, this is no way, shape, or form the comic book. This is what a, another bunch of white guys yeah. are sitting in the room thinking about, saying that, hey, how can we introduce this character into the our universe and still make it yeah. seem like it's like it fits like we're not just yeah. going to stick them in or just stick them in there so the best way for them to stick them in there which i thought was a brilliant way it's like hey it's like so like you know what they mentioned like my like who, who, where's yours like oh mine's downstairs where's yours and it was like and they yeah. played this awesome song called left hand free yeah which i think is a great fucking song and they go the queens and then boom he's sitting there yeah. talking with the sexy with hot may sexy hot may yeah 
God bless her. Marissa yo, Tomei. Yo, so Marissa Tomei, all she does is win Oscar, so she's probably considered for an Oscar for her role mm-hmm. as Hot Bay. It's like, she's just fucking, like, I've been on Marissa Tomei's jock <laughs> since well before My Cousin Vinny. Yeah. I remember watching, I forgot some of the early movies that she's done before My Cousin Vinny, before she, I think she has like five or six Oscar nominations. Like, she's fucking brilliant yeah. as an actress. Yeah. And, I mean, I might be exaggerating, but I know she has she more had, than yeah. two or three. She's highly regarded. Though. Yes. Just yeah. say that. And, I mean, I think she was nominated another yeah. one for like when she played in the wrestler, she was in the wrestler I think yeah. she was nominated. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's a fucking monster. So just yeah. to see her in it, just her attractive ass. Oh yeah, it's just it's just amazing. I enjoy it so much. I just love what they did. How they just basically took a character who's you know old and just made her younger and more. Yeah. Con- they, they basically what they did was they like, Benjamin Buttoned her. Yeah, she oh, keeps getting younger oh, in every movie. It's, it's just looking better, but it's I, fine. Yeah. But you know, I love Sally Field. You know, I know we, we the world knows. Yeah, you know how I love about Sally, Sally Field. Field. But I just love and enjoy. Like how they're taking this character and making him more contemporary. Well, because they want to, they want to, the yeah. They 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 realize that. I mean, look, I don't, I don't personally love the fact that he's going to be in high school again, and it's probably going to, he's gonna, probably going to be there for a while. Because the Peter Parker that I'm mostly familiar with is is a college student, but I'm I'm gonna be okay with this because. It's about longevity. They want to make a shit ton more but movies, you know what and they, you need these people to be younger in order to do that. But you remember this: they don't give a fuck about you. I know because they're not—they're not going for you. They're going no. for—you know who they're going for? People my daughter's age. And they're gonna get—they're gonna get <laughs> like, me anyway. It yeah, doesn't matter. they're gonna get you whether you like it or not. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Just like, just remember, anyone out there, fanboys or people who are really into comics and anything like that. Yeah. These people who are generating millions and millions and actually billions of dollars. Like, how much is this, how much is the Marvel franchise made? The Marvel like it has to be like well over five million dollars because you figured they've done what what eight movies so far? They've been making eight movies. They've been making movies since 2008. It's uh, wait, wait, what? Marvel? Like Marvel? How? Like the they're on like, like twelve or something now. But they, they they've definitely made over twelve billion dollars. Uh, they just reached ten. Billion. Ten ten billion. Yeah. yeah, with Captain America. So. Billions and billions of dollars have been have been made yeah. off of this stuff. Like for me personally, like like now that I'm older, and I'm sort of gotten out of the whole superhero comic book themes and things like that. I'm not really into them as much. What keeps me coming back into them is one because obviously because when I was growing up my youthfulness in a sense but my daughter loving and wanting to be around Spider-Man and Iron Man and, and Captain America and Thor and the Hulk even though I think Hulk should just fuck shit up and that's the end of the movies in general because there's nothing you can do you can't fucking kill him you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. it takes everybody to stop him you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so like if he can't go one on one with Thanos then fuck everybody because the movies are fake because you can't <laughs> kill this nigga like you can't kill him like how the fuck he just, just hope he just hope he just get his dick sucked by he this can't by kill himself, yeah. yeah that's what I'm saying like how do you stop that you don't <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you blow him up like they did to his father in the, in the, in the other shitty movie. Mm. But what I'm saying is, is like I like what they're doing with Spider-Man. They're gunning for people that are younger. They want a younger audience, a broader audience, because now what they're doing is, you know who wants people to buy shit? <clears throat> younger people. And you know who has money? The older people who watch these younger people all the time. You know how many times... I've bought so much Spider-Man shit yeah. over the past year. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Because you want to keep the fucker happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's why all the animated movies make so much money because the parents have to bring their kids and they have to buy two tickets, guaranteed. Yeah, guaranteed. But well, I will. Here's what I'll say. One more thing about Civil War. That like, okay, 
we, we talked about Batman v Superman and how we didn't like it. Okay, we and, didn't like it. Yeah, that, that was fucking utter. One of the utter, one of the utter. things that's like Bullshit. ridiculous in the movie and never really explained is how Lex Luthor knows who Bruce Wayne that that Bruce Wayne is Batman. Like, and it's never explained why or how he knows it. Right? Yeah. It's just a stupid loophole in the movie. But just like the movie itself. And Civil War is really good, really really good. But no one has complained. How does Tony Stark know who Spider-Man is? Because when you look at it, it's funny, like, he knows exactly where to go. And then I read something where they're talking about with Tony's tech that he will be able to find out where he is and all this other shit. Really? That's what they were saying. And then I'm like, why am I reading this, number one? One, because I just wanted to read something where it said, like, it's like, oh, Spider-Man, I mean, Civil War makes X amount of money. Or they'll say, like, 10 things you didn't see when you were watching a movie. It's like, mm-hmm. what do you mean I was watching a movie? It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. look at this part. You didn't see this part because you're slowing it down yeah. and then you're you're overanalyzing it. Like, whatever happened is enjoying this shit. Right. It's like, you can't because, you know why? People like me who click on it. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, yep. this is stupid. And then you go down and you read people's re- reactions on it. And it's like, it happened because of this, this, and this, and this. And yeah. Hmm. That's my whole, you know, guy. That's how you, yeah, how you figured out. Yeah. Just and, because and, Tony Stark likes computers, he can figure out. <laughs> That's spider. So Tony Stark can invade your privacy anytime he wants. And I'm just does. Little, <laughs> like, I'm doing a look. I was like, yo, you saw what he did when he was in his helicopter. This motherfucker leaned back and he was Iron Man. Who yeah. does that shit? Like, <laughs> like, 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 who does that shit? Like, yeah, he's saving, he's about to go beat up his boy. Like, yeah. I don't, like, I I just thought that was interesting. Like, so you mean it's like, yeah. You lean back in your Iron Man. So the, I don't, like, yeah. The, the, uh, and also, the difference there in, in, the, in the two stories, the original comic and the movie, like, I like. The ending of the movie better than than the ending of the comic because Tony does come back to the side of right because he realizes that he and he admits he made a mistake, and then the the real problem though obviously is spoiler alert uh, everybody um, you know he 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 goes back to fighting against. Steve and Bucky because he learns that Bucky was the one who physically carried out the assassination of his parents. Now Bucky wasn't in control of that. He was being he was uh, mind controlled, and Steve understands that and he's like, you know, it's not his fault. He didn't he didn't do it. It was just him being controlled. But when you when you learn your parents just got killed by the dude that's three feet away from you, you know, you, I would you say I'd be like, word, nigga. And that's what I would think, because like, I'd be like, because like you can, go, and then what? You know, like I would if that were me, and I would not let's say me playing the result. I well, who did it? Who do I got to go find to do it? Because I would take my frustration out. Like I would try to kick Bucky's ass. Yeah, I would, yeah. I would definitely would. He was and trying then, to kill Bucky. Yeah, I, well, I would try to fuck, fuck him up a little yeah. bit. And then once he got to, like I would really want to beat his ass because he he actually physically did it. Yeah. But then after I would like you know like in a moment where it's like there's not your shield. Yeah. And he's like, yo, fuck you, and he pees on it. Then yeah. I would have been like, all right, man, well, then who do we have to find that actually did it? Mm-hmm. And then while they're doing that, so now you got another plot line. And then all the time, you still you got Thanos up in space sitting on a rock chair. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm coming for y'all with this with this glove, <laughs> yeah. this Michael this Jackson Nintendo glove. power glove. Yeah, with this Michael Jackson Nintendo power glove that nobody seems to be wanting yeah. no noticing about. And then I'm going to go over there and fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but... 
I, I was like, I get that. I get why you'd be pissed off with mm-hmm. that, you know? But then, then now he goes, it's so funny cause, because Captain America is a fucking leech, yo. This nigga leeched off Tony. Now he's leeching off the black man. What are you talking Wakanda, about? Just leeching off these motherfuckers <laughs> for tech and shit. Like, this dude, he's like the awful house guest. Like, he just <laughs> keeps going everywhere, fucking shit up, and just sleeping on somebody's couch a little longer than he should. And then fucking, you know, winter fucker over here is like killing everybody's parents yeah. and shit. Just fucking shit up. Leeching off the government. Yeah, man. And it's crazy. Like, yo, they for- just... So what they do? They put his stupid ass to sleep because, like, yo, you be fucking up. <laughs> you need to go to sleep. If he, if he hears the wrong lyrics in a in a hip hop song, yeah, he'll turn into a they basically they basically turned him into my four year old. It's yeah. like when my four year old gets a little crazy, he's like, you need to take a nap. You need to go to yeah. sleep, and then you yeah. wake up and like, oh man, I killed everybody. <laughs> like, 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 is that what I just did? Yeah. And he's actually a funny character. Bucky? Yeah, he's actually kind of funny. Well, I, I, the part where he's like, you know, can you move your seat up? And he says no. And then uh, later on, yeah, because yeah, I like the weird yeah. dynamic between him and Falcon. Yeah, because it where, is funny. It's like it's yeah. like you couldn't do that earlier. It's like I hate you. Yeah, you know? like, <laughs> yeah. Like that's that's very good. You know, fucking then pop a doc with wings. You know. Yeah, it, it's it's that's a weird in, uh, dynamic too. Because like Tony and Steve both have their black best friend that's kind of like a version of them, and then but then you also have to throw Bucky in there as his original best friend. So like. It, yeah, I don't know. I, no, I don't we're, know. Just, we're, we're, we're good. We're based. This to be like watching. Not, I'm, I've been saying this for years. Mm-hmm. Rhodey to Iron Man. Papa Doc with wings mm-hmm. to Captain America mm-hmm. is no different than Dave Chappelle to Tom Hanks. <laughs> and you got mail. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I thought you were going to say Neil Goldman. <laughs> no, no. No, just say, oh, there. Or wait, is that, who, what's the name? What's, who's Neil? What's, uh, Neil Brennan, sorry. Neil Brennan, yeah, 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 yeah. No, the other, no, that's the who, Tom that's. Tom Hanks. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, that's how it always is. We're yeah. always the really, we're like always the cool back best friend. Mm-hmm. You know, but we just can't, mm, nope. just can't get hero can't status. Step in that leadership and now everybody's jerking off because ninety percent of the cast in the new Wakanda movie, everybody's all gonna be black. It's like, yeah. ah, that doesn't do it for me. I want to yeah. see it next month. I want to yeah, see, yeah. I want to see an all black cast. And in I want to see movie. it one hundred percent. Yeah, no, actually, I just want to see a movie where it's not considered a black movie. You know what I'm saying? I well, think, and I think this is gonna be one of the few movies that are. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be it's mostly about the characters who happen to be black, but it's not gonna be about like. Man, this is what it's like to be black. It's like shit, damn nigga, damn, your pussy stank, like that type of shit. <laughs> like it's actually gonna be a movie in the Marvel and if, if there's anybody who can pull it off, it'd be the people that are working on this on the Marvel, the, yeah, the yeah, Marvel yeah. studio. And I and I like it because it's like, okay, finally we get to see a movie that's a movie that's just a fucking movie. It doesn't yeah. it doesn't happen to like people like Black Panther establishes himself as a legit lead character. Yeah. Cause he instantly stole the show with his charisma, with his just the way, with, with the way he carried himself on on screen, I thought I was like, okay, this is a strong mm-hmm. character because one, Chadwick Boseman is a he's very, regal. Yeah, he's yeah, it definitely, he definitely he's cavalier, he's regal, he's just he, and also very strong and mm-hmm. and into who he is as a character. And then also when you got to look, you take a look at it, it's just like finally this is what something that people have been looking for like people like 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 people who like me who talk shit about race all the time it's like you finally get a chance to find somebody mm-hmm. who's essentially a character like a really good character not necessarily a black character or a white character or whatever is it like he's a great character and mm-hmm. then now you know 
You got Michael um, B. Jordan who fucked up as um, Human Torch. Now you got him play, yeah, yeah, being a part of it. It's like, man, I like what they're doing. Because yeah. I, I don't really think of it as a black movie. Like, this is the first time in a very, very long time that I'm looking, I'm watching a movie like this of this particular caliber with, with this type of stakes involved. Mm -hmm. Because one thing I would, you, you know what's going to go on on, like, I'm going to be thinking, like, the way it's going to test to see how good this movie is is on the sales. Is it going to sell as much as any of the other movies? Is it going to sell as much? I mean, the Thor movies suck ass. So those don't are going to have to worry about those. I mean, well, people don't look. People say those are the lesser of the movies. Homecoming is going to be they fucking. They become that way. Yeah, yeah, Homecoming is going to easily do two hundred million dollars in the first weekend. Yeah, easily going to do two hundred million dollars. So I'm I'm curious to see what you know, um, Black Panther will do. You know, what Wakanda Land will do because now you got something that's totally different from everything else that you've seen. Mm -hmm. Because I would say all the movies kind of hit the same notes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wonder what this one is going to be like, uh, you know? Because well, now, because they're switching the locale. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying like, it's okay, you're going be... to, you're going to Asgard, which is a whole different yeah, realm. Yeah, you're yeah. switching realms, but you're switching a different locale now, where it's like it's not white anymore. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're actually going to go to a certain type of culture that they're going to create within Wakanda land. You know? Yeah. It's going to be Blood Diamond with roundhouse kicks. <laughs> Base. And a fucking kick-ass suit. So yeah, who's yeah. gonna come and try to fuck with this nigga? And, and and how much is Captain America gonna play a role because he's gonna be there? So if he, I know, no, he's probably won't be there. Yeah, but well, he's there he went now. Went back to no, well. Well, he no, he went back to he went to Wakanda land, in the, and then yeah, he's like, yeah, and yeah. he's like, yo, you got but anything he, to eat? He doesn't have to say. <laughs> like, that's, yeah, yeah. that's what because he's mooching. That's what he's doing. <laughs> he's been mooching off of people since he got out of the ice. So it's yeah. like he's like got no place to live. He's like, oh, I'm from Brooklyn. It's like, no, you're not, nigga. You from Tony Stark's house. <laughs> Because that's what he did. He basically said, hey, Black Panther, you got any, anything to eat? Because I'm, I'm yeah. running your fridge, man. You ain't got I no think more. people just like... You ran out of lemonade. People feel really awkward about kicking Steve Rogers out of their place because he's, you know, he's a war hero. No, who ba basically gave his life to save, you know, to end the war or whatever. Man, fuck him. It's like, look, saying. dude. It's like, look. You keep drinking my lemonade. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you go you to the store. You wouldn't have this lemonade if it weren't for me. Yeah, just like, yo. You'd be drinking Nazi lemonade. Word, here's $20. Go pick up some lemonade from the fucking store real quick. You cheap piece of shit. That's what he's doing. <laughs> Thanks for the 20 Yeah, exactly. And he fucking takes the 20 making a sacrifice. Oh, yeah. fuck you. Bring me back some lemonade, bitch. <laughs> Tidy it in my flag. Yeah, like, Black Panther goes into the, into the refrigerator. Like, where's my bean pie and all this shit? <laughs> so I'm interested to see how they can make him a human. Your Black Panther? Yeah, I just want to see how they can make yeah. him a human. I mean, they already did though. They like showed him like. But now for longer than ten, not longer for you know what I'm saying? Because he still was sort of like, even though he was a strong character, he still wasn't the main character. No, he you know, wasn't. Like, you but know, it's just like Spider Man. You know, those two guys will be able to hold their own in their own movie. I tell you what, man. Without fucking Robert Downey Jr., these movies suck. That's not true. Winter Soldier was awesome. No, I'm just like in the whole universe. You take away Tony Stark, you take away Robert Downey Jr. I think it loses some of its luster. Because well, sure, because he he's he's the, the, the that Iron Man movie is the cradle of this universe. Does I th yeah I think fucking him in general is just I think Robert Downey Jr. is a fucking phenomenal beast. I've he always is. loved his work even before he did right. you know the Iron Man. I shits. love Heart and Souls. You ever see that movie? Oh man, I never seen it, but I know what you're talking it's about. Good. Mm -hmm. I just like him in general, man. I yeah. always thought he was great. Even when he was on Ally McBeal, I always thought he was still in the show in Ally McBeal. But 
I just like watching his come up. I like watching him be as successful as he is. Mm -hmm. I hope he has another Iron Man in him. I hope he has more of these when they finish it off with the Inhumans, which I don't understand. They're not doing the Inhumans. They're not doing it anymore. Thank God. Why? Because, yeah, it's stupid. Well, I guess uh, I'm trying to remember. The the guy, okay, so Kevin Feige is. You see how Jeff just got hard, everybody? (laughs) Completely in charge of Marvel movies now. And it used to be that he was under. Uh, this guy, like Ike something or other. Ike Turner? No, I, he was right under Ike Turner while he was beating him, you know, because he didn't get the... Do the mid him is like, no, right? dude, yeah. people, people in the fucking water. No one cares <laughs> about water people. So so anyway, um, th- that Ike guy, like, he, I guess he was the one that was really pushing for the Inhumans movie to be made, and, and Feige never really wanted to make it. And now that Feige is in, in, in complete control now... They just took it off the slate. And I say thank God. I, so I they're know. gonna be done with Infinity War two and they're just gonna start a whole thing all over again. No, I don't I don't really don't know what they're gonna do after that just yet. Because after a while it's like, all right, nigga. Well all yeah, right, it gets nigga. big and big and well that, but see that's that's why Civil War in a way is big but also small at the same time because it's 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 about infighting. It's about the, these heroes disagreeing with each other and it's not about some th- you know giant threat that's that's you know poised to destroy though, the world or whatever. Even though even though all their fucking antagonists fucking suck. Uh, you know, Loki's awesome. Uh, Red, Sk- Red Skull's pretty cool. Mm, but Red um, Skull was like in one movie. He's, he, I'm sure he'll be back to, in some capacity someday. Mm. Um Thanos should be cool, hopefully. You know, we haven't seen much from him, but it's, you know, pretty exciting to know that that's where they're headed because it makes it a cosmic thing that, you know, and also, I, I, I can't wait to find out what Thanos' motivation is. Like, I just don't like Earth. He doesn't like anybody. I just don't want white people <laughs> to run do anything. Shit. He's basically yeah. doing what every black man wants to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's the ultimate black. You hear his voice <laughs> yeah. in, the, in, in the cartoon. He sounds real niggerish. <laughs> like he just sounds like a really educated nigga. And I love it. I love it. <laughs> this uh, the, uh, the 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 Zemo character in this movie, like he's not dynamic or anything. He's not like he doesn't have bravado, but he's fucking smart, and that plan worked. He's just you know? mad. Yeah, he's just real mad. It's like, yo, I'm gonna take it out. Like, I like that. Like I always told you, like the black chick in the basement. Was like, how did you get there, bitch? <laughs> like, how did you get there? Like, there's no way in hell that she'd be. Down. I'm right where I need to be. It's like, no, you're not. How did you get here? What is this now? The chick that was in the in the Civil War movie, the black chick at the bottom in, in the oh, basement. Oh, like, Alfie like, Woodard. Yeah, okay. like how the fuck did you get here? Yeah, you know, it's like I'm, my son was this, and he could have been that. I'm like. And determination. Yeah, maybe he shouldn't have been there. It's not my, you know. Like, how about this? Next time something bad happens like that, we just don't do anything. Just play video games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We, let, let's uh, let the police handle it. Yeah, yeah. Let those motherfuckers like go up there. I'm, I'm, I'm sure your son would have made it then. Yeah. You stupid bitch. <laughs> yeah. It's like get out of my face. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would have slapped that fucking picture and mushed her onto the ground. Yeah. He's like, well, move. That, I and mean, then that, yeah. got in the elevator and just went like that. Gave her a finger as the doors <laughs> were closing. You stupid bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but they lifted that country from the earth, and <laughs> we helped to put it back in the fucking ground. Oh shit. I just, I just, like, I hate it. I, I hated her. Like I hated. I hated every second that I watched her face. Her fucking face. Like I don't want. I don't even want to give it an adjective. Yeah. I just hate her fucking face. That's like people getting surprised when, like, you know, 
a middle-aged white guy vacations in a, in a dangerous part of Mexico, and it turns out they cut his head off. Like, you went to fucking Mexico. Like, well, like what would you do? It shouldn't have happened, but, it, like, come on. <laughs> like, what Like what would you do if Iron Man killed your daughter? It's like, Iron Man doesn't exist. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, someone tried to say that to me. I was like, no, Iron Man isn't real. Shut up. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, oh, I was just so... Al-Qaeda funny. is. Yeah, okay. you know, like, if I was sitting there and Osama Bin Laden was standing there next to yeah, me, I was yeah. like, hey, Osama. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my daughter went to the fucking the towers that day because she was on a field trip, and I put the fucking picture in her in his chest. Yeah, but you she, stupid he, fuck. But that would be appropriate if you ran into Osama and got upset with him. Exactly. That's what I. That's the whole point. That's no, the whole point. But Tony Stark didn't. You know, it wasn't a loose change inside job with with Sokovia. He, they were trying to help. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like that would be almost a similar situation. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, Osama, you killed my kid. She yeah. was going to be, she was going to first grade. Uh, put yeah. the picture in the chest. Uh, and it'd be the wrong picture. Be like picture of my dick, and I pull it back. It's like, <laughs> sorry, I was the wrong one. Uh, here's a real picture, and then just like, yeah, hey, you fuck. Oh, I hated her. I was, I've never been so mad in all my life. At a movie, yeah, <laughs> you know, aside from watching like Roots for that week. But the funny, the funny thing too is that Civil War actually had like a ninety percent African American cast. They were there was that that movie should be called Captain America. Whole lot of black people. Yeah, you said that because oh. there were and, it, and 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 it's great, you know. But it was just like I was like, there is there are. Everyone in here except Scarlett Johansson is a black person. Listen, if it was Captain Africa, then yeah. maybe it'd be a little different. Well, that's, that's, what, like, that's what Black Panther is. Yeah, Captain Africa. Captain yeah, Africa. that's amazing. I'm, so we're going to watch Captain Africa in 2018. Yeah. No, but it, it, like like you mentioned like um, when we were talking about it before, because they, they show you the scene where they're in Wakanda and there's all these doctors working and everything, and they're like the blackest people you could possibly imagine in your entire life. It was like every public enemy song is just like <laughs> come to fruition. But, but, but doing like, you know, not... Obviously, this is gonna sound weird. Not hood shit. They're fucking. They're being. They're doctors, and they're working on like cryogenics and shit. They're and being and Rob, Rob said it's like they were trying to bring slavery back. But, <laughs> but then, and I said, yeah, but not like you know, uh, farming and shit. But like slavery in terms of being a lawyer or yeah, yeah. You know, but no, I like it. I yeah. I, look, I think it's cool. You can't win with black people. That's how it goes. And I just like what the if there's anyone who's bringing in like some general diversity into a into a, a universe or into a, a film franchise mm-hmm. without without you like seeing that they're they're doing it because mm-hmm. they feel like they have to because yeah. now inclusion is so bad like I've become so unique that I'm generic now because now it's like everybody it's yeah. like so many people including people in shit and it doesn't even seem like it's real anymore mm-hmm. you know like when I like I applied for a, a diversity scholarship I was like why am I even doing this I shouldn't even have to apply for a diversity scholarship mm-hmm. you should just give it to me right you, <laughs> you should, know what I'm saying you should be worthy yeah. of just getting a scholarship no matter what yeah you should just be able to give me something or pay yeah. let me pay for something half off it's not my fault that nobody wants to go to anything that has yeah. to do with people thinking something like it's, it's not the fact that you need diversity in there it's the fact that you need a bunch of people to say like hey look we need diversity but we need to also bring more awareness to it and not by like 
and it's like bring awareness to it by showing people that there's something different there not by giving them shit so you can bring your numbers up mm -hmm. you know that's what I've always felt to be rather difficult for me to sort of gravitate towards as far as the diversity concept of concern like I, I dig it I like where people are going with it but I also feel at the same token that it can be approached and done a little bit differently yeah and you want it to be genuine and not forced yeah and I feel like even when you because even if you get to an environment like that you're still surrounded by a bunch of white people you know what I'm saying so unless you have a, so, yeah so unless you have a, like and that's the thing we have to it, it's one of those things where it's like okay well we have to sort of learn to accept that the fact that these things are predominantly white we have to learn how to accept that yeah things are like this we also have to accept the fact that we can be a part of something and that they also can be a part of as well mm -hmm. I think it's one of those deals where like you bring diversity in it's like okay you're coming in but it's almost like hey I have my friend Carl over here you know what I'm saying he's really cool he want to come over and then like he'll come over and like hey Carl what's up man it's just like hey you know mm -hmm. it's like so for Carl it's like he comes in and he's still a little uncomfortable right. but he still has to sort of find a way to sort of mesh in right. and I think the I, and I think that's kind of where some of these diversity programs miss the mark where they don't see that not only do you have to have something where these programs which I feel are great but you also have to have a structure built in so you can ease some of these people into this new environment that's not necessarily a part that not necessarily for them Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just almost like if you go from a if you, if you go from a, like an all white neighborhood to an all black neighborhood, or vice versa. It's like mm -hmm. you you, you kind of don't feel like you belong at first. You kind of feel like you need to be eased in, and the way you get yourself eased in is by people sort of opening themselves up to you, mm -hmm. not because they feel like they have to, because they feel like they want to. Right. You know, and 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 I feel like some of these diversity programs are like, man, we have to do this. We have to do this. Yeah, quotas you know? suck. Mm -hmm. You know, like it should just be a natural thing. And I think the best thing about the the upcoming generation is that they're more used to just the fact that like different people coexist yeah, and like it doesn't like you know it's not it, there's there they're really there's far less exclusion I think than there ever has yeah, been. yeah like my daughter she'll look at a white girl at the, yeah. at the park and the white girl will look at her and it's like oh we're doing this we're friends now yeah. and then they'll go start playing together and right. then 20 minutes later when one of them has to go it's like alright see you later and that's yeah. it like how do you have 20 minute friendships like that you know what I'm <laughs> saying like I would kill to have a 27 minute friendship like that and you just keep it fucking moving yeah, yeah, you know yeah. so I admire children to be able to sort of like detach themselves from a situation that quickly not think so much because mm -hmm. like I said my kid she just looks at a little white girl a little black girl a little Spanish girl a little black whatever boy and then all of a sudden it's like we're, we're playing together and then once we go we go and it's like yeah and then they say oh that's my friend that's my friend I was with my friend and my friend my friend my friend mm -hmm. and it's like you knew this bitch for 20 minutes and mm -hmm. how is she your friend you don't even you didn't even call her her name you just looked at each other if there's anything her parents and the parents as we are we have to talk to each other and shit like that but I feel like my kid brings people together and and what happens is is they have a mindset between the two of them where it's like look we don't know anything about each other but look I, yeah, yeah but i don't even know that you're black you don't even know that i'm white we right. just we just know that hey there's a slide right here mm -hmm. i like the slide mm -hmm. you like the slide too mm -hmm. hey how about you go first and right. i go second and we go down the slide together right. and then we laugh about it we're in this situation together and i kind of think that's what some of these like how can you build that up and yeah. then make these things that way and i feel like Maybe with, you know, with fucking, you know, Captain Africa, maybe that could happen that same way. I kind of saw that. You know what's funny about people I found is that, like, we are, we are tribal, but all, but like, any, anybody, any group of people can be a tribe. And then once you've established that tribe, then all other groups are the enemy in a way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, 
you take a show like The Walking Dead, for example, and it's just a bunch of people who, like, during the zombie apocalypse, happen to be around each other, and then and then they were just like, well, we're all people here. We just want to help each other survive. And then once they establish their group, that's when the the animalistic nature of of, tri- of tribalism comes into play, and now it's just groups versus groups. So, like, I've been in situations where. You know, like, let's say you're at, I don't know, you're at some kind of, like, job orientation or something, right? And you get put into a group of, like, six people or something. And maybe at first you don't really talk to each other or anything like that. You're all just minding your own business. But then you start to take the class or whatever, the orientation class. And then when it's time to, like, go to lunch or something, that that group of six will walk into a cafeteria filled with people and they'll tend to just stay together because they that's this is how they started that situation. See, I don't, I just I go sit wherever. I do too, but I'm I saying like cut. but there are situations where it's like well the like you 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 your fate has somehow placed you in this community, like this small community and you most people do tend to like go okay well these are the people that I'm involved with and I have to you know like I'm going to make sure that that person knows like oh hey are you looking for hamburgers they're over there or whatever okay or later on you know when you're in the work environment you're probably more likely to forge uh relationships with those first few people that you interacted with mm-hmm. going forward and then maybe you'll integrate more people into your circle of like work friends or whatever but I, I, I find that like you know if if something were to happen right here like a bomb went off or whatever and, and, and everybody around us died except for us and the Burger King staff we would all probably stick together and then, and and then maybe somewhere down the road, if we ran into other people, we might try to like incorporate them, but we'd all be be weary of them. Nah, y'all niggas better first. figure it out. I'll see y'all later. <laughs> okay. I'm going with my family, dog. No, I was talking. Rob just doesn't want that white manager lady to be in charge. Fuck of Fuck that bitch. You know, I just I always said to myself, man, it just you know. And we're trying to find your family. We haven't found them yet. Well, then fuck you guys. They down the street. I think I can make it before a zombie comes. Okay. But no, it's just it's funny, man. I just you know, I just think that whole shit's funny. That's all. Hmm. We should get ready to go because I got to get back. Okay. Get back to my family. Okay. Now that you mentioned that. So we're not closing up yet. You're going to start the car and go? Oh, yeah. It's okay. All right. We're going to drive and finish this off. You hear Jeff's really bad engine. Yep. My Honda. Yeah. Should be good, isn't Hang on. We fogged up the windows in here with our hot podcast lovemaking. Yeah, and people have looked at us like, what are these motherfuckers doing? It's like, yo, minded my motherfucking business. Nickel. Oh, yeah, we were talking about how Drake says the word nigga. Yeah. In in funny, like, almost, I dare you to get mad at me ways. Because I, I feel like... Okay, so Drake is, what, half black, half Jewish, right? Yeah. And so, to a certain extent, I think Drake is surprised at how much he gets away with saying the n-word because he's 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 basically a half white dude from canada and traditionally (laughs) that you know doesn't warrant society accepting you in saying that word and so he tries to say the word differently and more epically epically and also in silly ways you know you could just back up and went that way i know i could have but you know, <laughs> fucking the game but no it doesn't matter which way are we going left or right hey uh the pod 
podcast is gonna hear that beeping. Uh, so so you sure. might as well. Put See, it I don't wear my seatbelt like like real nigga fashion, right? But no, but, like, watch them, watch him, watch this guy, watch this guy. He just wants to go, just go, just go. Yeah. He's gonna try to go there. right around yeah. your ass, huh? Not gonna have to put the uh, air on the windows. Oh. So yeah, Drake, uh, like, <laughs> do you want to like talk about the, the few? Um, am I going the right way? Yeah, you're going the right way. Okay. Bitches, wife, and niggas? <laughs> yeah. Hit a nigga with a prenup! Talk about the one where he bounces the N word off the N word. Oh, when he's like, what was it? It's like zero to 100. And he goes, as one, I forgot what it goes, but he says, like, he, say, he says, nigga. And then after, like, he's like, nigga, pause, niggas. And it's like, it's like, how do you say nigga and then continue with, with niggas? It's like his nigga train of thought. It's still like, was to go with. It's like bouncing a basketball off a basketball. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. Yeah. Like, not like now I got two basketball because he would. It's like he, he said nigga, then he meant niggas, yeah. plural <laughs> after that. It's like wow, there's more of them, and it's just it's like, like, just so funny how like it is so like he unnecessarily curses. Yeah, like, that's true. There's unnecessary curse words like like it's, the, the N word is a punctuation for him. Oh man, you he know like it. he just like the, the 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 end of the of the of the line rhymes, but also like whatever word he was saying. Then the N-word added onto it. It all rhymes eventually, you know, yeah, but, the, like, it's not necessary to put the N-word there. No, it's necessary for him to put the N-word there. It's well, because, yeah, he wants to establish himself. as like, I swear, as a, I'm, I'm, I'm cool, you know. Like, it's funny because did I, I probably bought this. Did I bring up a story, a story up here about how a comedian thought I was too light-skinned to say the word nigga? You, you have. Have yeah. I said it on the podcast? I think you have. Yeah, well, he's, like, I'll bring it up again. This is one of my favorite stories for all you people out there. Where, um, you know, because I'm, I'm, I don't know, like, it's funny because I don't even know what to consider myself. I'm just a comic. You're a beige man. Yeah, I'm a beige. My, my deal is I'm a beige man trying to be a black man in a white man's world. Mm-hmm. And I had this one comedian come up to me. I didn't come up to me. He actually mentioned to another comedian of my... Uh, actually, he mentioned to this guy, Beecher, that I'm cool with. So, um, you know, Beecher is one of the comedians out here. He's from New Haven. And um, the guy who said it, he's like J.B. Smooth's cousin. No, it's J.B. Smooth's brother. Um, so he's... Uh, his name is Stink Floyd. And I'm, I'm naming names because now I've seen him once already and he didn't bring it up to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, okay, so you're going to keep going. I'll let you know. Yeah. You're gonna go, we're going to turn left, I think, on Hoka. Okay. So, um, yeah, so he says to Beecher one day, it's like he said, to, like, I think Rob's too light-skinned to say the word nigga. And, I'm, and, and then when Beecher told me that, I was just like, what? Well, that doesn't make sense to me. Why, why am I too light-skinned to say the word nigga? So in my mind, I'm thinking like, wow, so this dude, because of my skin color, he he pretty much positions me closer to a white guy, you know, which to me, like, if anything, that's the most disrespectful thing that you can say to another black man. It's like calling the black man a white guy is the worst thing ever because now it's like, wait a minute, I'm not even black enough for you? Like, you know, I'm not even like I'm a nigger or no that. I'm just, like, I'm not even black. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you've gotten to a point, it's like, yeah, take a left here. Like, you've gotten to a point where it's like, I'm not even a nigger. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm less than a nigga. I'm, 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 I'm a white dude now. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's the thing. Like, you know, most dudes, like when you're like, yo, nigga here, nigga this, nigga that, right? Talking like that. But now it's like I'm not even a white. I'm not even a black guy to you. I'm not even a black man. I'm not a nigga. I'm none of that shit. Now I'm you're just. A I'm yeah. I'm just the white lady at the Burger King now. And I'm like, to me, that was disrespectful because it's like, dude, you basically whitewashed me. 
You, you know what I'm saying? Like, you made me seem as if, like, I'm appropriating language. You know, like, to make my, like, I'm Justin Bieber. You know, like, I'm trying to take Jack our style to make myself look good so I can come off as being a black dude on stage. That's sort of the way I took it. So when he said that to me, I, or he said to him, I got really upset because I'm like, Yo, who the fuck are you to denounce my blackness? Which is what we do as people in general when it comes to black folk, whatever. We have a way of totally like destroying ourselves. So we've been having our own civil war for years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying with that whole Willie Lynch theory. You know, it's time so, to free yourselves. Yeah. Stage. You know, we need to go to fucking Captain Africa. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like we need Captain Africa real quick. So it's, it's weird, man, how that shit played out. And I actually sat next to him one day and I looked at him like, yo, there's something you want to you want to say to me? <laughs> but like he never, I never acknowledged it like through words and he never said anything. Yes, yeah. part, right? So he never said anything. So therefore it went, it just basically went undiscussed. But what I did do was I did create some material based off of it because I just thought it was funny. Mm -hmm. And so every time I do this one specific joke, it's basically my way of telling this dude, telling this, Who's basically can be that this nigga? Fuck you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's like I don't know what to say about any of it. It's just all of this, man. It's just some bullshit. No, yeah. It's like who am I? To, like who? Like like with like if if another person and like no one ever goes up to you and tells you you're not wide enough. Actually, people will probably do the opposite and go like you are fucking white. Yeah, like Jesus Christ. Like people will tell you that you're too white, that yeah. which is interesting. That's funny. I like that. That's an interesting way of sort of looking at shit because mm -hmm. instead of saying that you're like, uh, you, dude, you're being too white right now, like that's. Funny. But it's not a good thing. It's not. I mean, it's usually joking, but it's. it's yeah, not, that's what I mean. It's not complimentary. Yeah, but he was even being like at the same deal. Like he was even joking around. He was yeah. just honestly, honestly felt uncomfortable by me saying the word nigga. Because in some way question his blackness. In all actuality, I'm from the projects. This dude grew up in Mount Vernon, hmm. from what I've heard. I mean, I don't know his whole backstory. He don't know my backstory, so I don't want to sort of take his ignorance and sort of flip it around and try to make me seem like I have high status. Hmm. But I don't know where he comes from, but I do know that he lives in Mount Vernon, and Mount Vernon is a suburb of New York. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like, and last I checked, there's really no projects up there. You know, I've heard the word nigga millions of times, you know, and I've been associated around, I've been called it. Maybe he has too. I don't know where he's come from, but to say that I'm not sort of qualified to say it is one of those things where it's like, that's how the vision sort of creeps and exists amongst the black community. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's hard for us to stay together. That's why you, that's why I don't blame these people to have, like when I watch, you know, the zombies running around, like, that's why I don't, like when I see like a couple black people sprinkled into these all white, groups that's true because like if there wasn't all black group it'd be fucking horrible right i mean i guess so i don't know maybe no it is comment. true maybe it isn't no. but i just thought that was fucking interesting but now we're going to end on that note so for all you out there please hit us up on our itunes page on our podbean page just go to podbean.com in the search engine look up trees falling in the woods you can find all of our old back episodes there um if you go on twitter you can find me at mr santos that's at m-i-s-t-e-r s-a-n-t-o-s you can also find me on facebook at rob santos you can also find us on our facebook page that's trees falling in the woods one more time on our facebook page that's trees falling in the woods we also have a trees falling in wood pod i mean podcast twitter page which is that trees falling in the woods pod and jeff tell them about yours I'm a peaceful warrior, 
on Instagram. Uh, I think it's yeah, peaceful underscore warrior. Uh, the last O and only O is a zero. And then on Twitter, it's pretty much the same thing, but I think without the underscore. I'm not sure. Just put them both in. Look for me. Yeah, same thing with me. I'm at Muse three two four when it comes to being on the uh, on the. Um, I'm sorry, on uh, Instagram as well. And also be on the lookout. I'm actually writing a web series um, that I'm looking forward to. I'm, I'm actually got a few episodes written already. Um, but I'm, I'm looking to try to shoot that sometime this summer. So if anybody is interested and want to be a part of it, please hit me up as well. Uh, so, yeah, so that's us right here. And please subscribe, 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 subscribe. We don't have a sponsor. Yeah. But we should be sponsored by Burger King. Today we are. Yeah, today we're sponsored by Burger King. You know Burger King doesn't know it. Because yeah. yeah. my man Jeff and uh, Andrew probably will never listen to our podcast because they're so vain, which I don't blame them. I don't even like listening to my podcast. Jeff and Andrew? You mean Jerry? No, no, and... um, Jerry. Gerald and Andrew. Yeah. I'm sorry. Did I say Jeff? Did it yeah, come off like Jeff. that, Jeff? I'm sorry. Yeah, my boy Gerald. I definitely listen to the podcast. Yo, you listen to Gerald's shit? I, I listen to some of their stuff, actually. I listen to your episode on there. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I plan on listening to more, but... You know, why are you looking at me like that? Because I don't listen to this shit. You don't I listen, love I listen no, to I love us. Them. Because I, you know, like, I like to, like, draw from what we say for, like, memes and shit like that, which I haven't done in a while, but, um. Slacking. I've been doing, yeah. I'm getting all this shit and you slacking, nigga. I used to be the fucking workhorse on, on this show, okay? Yeah, no, you were the work, because I had other shit I was doing. I know, yeah, yeah, no, well. See, that's me basically telling Jeff, know yourself, know your role, nigga. <laughs> know yourself, know your worth, nigga. No, no, but not, no, seriously, that makes sense. Uh, no, but this is cool. We appreciate you guys for always listening. And, um, you know, I really wanted to get Wichita, Kansas back, listen to this again. But just please hit us up. Please hit us up. They'll be back. Yeah, and as always, everybody, let's get these hoes. Vote for Bernie. Nigga. <laughs>